You're listening to the Sheriff's Report with Burnett County Sheriff Tracy Finch on WCMP's On Demand. Let's welcome in Burnett County Sheriff Tracy Finch. How's it going today? It's going very well. It's a beautiful, sunshiny day here in Burnett County. What is your favorite thing to do out there in Burnett County when the sun is shining and the weather's nice? Oh, I like to uh, take my grandson outside and play in the yard and play with his water toys. Do you usually soak the kid, though? Do you get him with the water gun? Oh, sure, of course. i got to assume your marksmanship is pretty good, so that kid probably doesn't have much of a chance, right? No, he doesn't. He's... He's only 19 months, so oh. <laughs> he's not very yet. That's, that's, e- that's easy money in my book, then. Well, exactly. Uh, anything happened here over the past uh, week or so? Um, well, one of the things I wanted to get out to people is I wanted to let the businesses know that we've had some fake $100 bills pass to businesses, um, specifically up in Danbury. So keep an eye out for those and use the pens to check them to make sure that they are real. Um. I, I understand that surrounding counties have also had the same problem with fake $100 bills being passed out to businesses. So I what? just wanted to put that little PSA out there. What happens when uh, a business does take a fake $100 bill? Uh, they are sent to the Secret Service because they are the ones in charge of investigating those cases to see if they can track down who is making them. So basically that business is just instantly out of that $100 and then they hope the Secret Service is able to figure it out? Correct. Uh, What else went over the last week? Um, Well, one of the things I wanted to touch on, too, we had a case where a person was at a medical facility in our county, and uh, the chief of police went to subdue that person. He was um, exhibiting very erratic behavior, appeared to be on some type of narcotic, would not respond to anything. The chief ended up having to deploy the taser on the subject. He was uh, taken down to the ground. Four of our officers responded, detectives and deputies. It took five of them to subdue this person. Um, he was in the middle of the street banging his head on the, on the pavement. They moved him to a grassy area so he would quit banging his head on the pavement. Um, they had to deploy the taser a second time. He was bleeding and he was spitting at the officers and trying to bite them and grab them. Um, it was later learned that this person has a medical condition and now all of the officers have to go in for repeated testing to make sure they don't contract the medical condition that he has. So it was uh, pretty intense for a while. The highway was blocked off because of trying to subdue him. He was running in and out of traffic. Uh, citizens stopped to help. It was a big mess for a while. That's something I think that, too, that a lot of people don't realize is the dangers in, as a as being a police officer, sheriff's officer, and stuff like that, is that you deal with issues like that where, unfortunately, you have to get involved for the public safety and you put yourself at that risk. Exactly. Um, you know, we've had, we've had a problem inmate up in our jail, too, who was throwing... Um, urine and water from the toilet with feces in it at our corrections officers and some of our road people had to go up and help in subduing him as well. So it's it's definitely a danger in our line of work. Corrections officers also have to deal with that, unfortunately. 
You don't. You're not making it sound like all sunshines and rainbows right now. What are you doing? <laughs> it is not all sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> um, so I just I just want to get that out there to let people know that these are some of the things we're dealing with. Sometimes the weapons are not always knives and guns. Sometimes it's actually bodily fluids that that we are dealing with as well. Um. Anything else here you want to talk about over the last week? Um, we also had a pretty serious uh, motor vehicle incident. We had a couple that were uh, having some adult beverages in a local establishment. They left. Um, female was driving as they were heading back to their cabin. They were staying at a resort. They were arguing, and the male decided to jump out of the vehicle and uh, smacked his head pretty hard on the pavement. He doesn't understand the roll move. You roll. Uh, yeah, and apparently the vehicle was going about 35 to 40 miles that's, an hour when he jumped out. That's pretty fast. It is pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ended up being flown down to the Twin Cities for medical treatment. From what I understand, he is going to be okay. Um, and she was arrested for operating a motor vehicle, causing injury while intoxicated. So it was, uh, it was pretty touch and go there for a while. Sounds like that could have been all solved by making a better decision to not get behind the wheel uh, under the influence of alcohol. Exactly. Yeah, it was, she was obviously quite upset, and uh, it was was not a good situation. They weren't sure if he was going to make it, but apparently he's getting good medical care, and he's going to be fine. Well, that's good, because then I would have felt really bad for making that joke about rolling a lot better out of a car. So. <laughs> Exactly. I probably should learn my lesson at some point. Uh, let's <laughs> let's finish up here. You kind of wanted to talk about uh, emergency management, right? Our emergency response team. Okay. Um, when I was elected sheriff, one of the things I wanted to do was bring back our emergency re- response team, which is like a SWAT team, only a little more toned down. Um, you can't actually call yourself a SWAT team if you don't train 40 hours per month and that type of thing. So it. It's like a SWAT team only. It's a SWAT team light, shall we say. <laughs> diet, um, diet SWAT team, we call it. <laughs> exactly. And our, our people have been doing a great job. We, they've all gone through the SWAT training now. And North Ambulance actually donated an ambulance for us to use for a oh. SWAT truck, which was very kind of them. And so far they've had 16 call-outs, uh, including... Oh you know, search warrants and hostage situations and that type of thing, and everything has been very successful. We're in the process of getting some negotiators trained. We do have one trained negotiator, and we've got two more in the hopper if the trainings ever open back up due to COVID, and uh, they're doing a wonderful job. They're training hard. Uh, Wisconsin State Patrol actually provided the training for us for free, and uh They've been working very hard. It's very physically demanding, and they're doing a great job. So I'm very proud of that. Well, sounds like a great program to bring on back then. Yes. Um, You know, in the past we've had to use other counties' SWAT teams, and they did a great job for us. I just feel it's better to have our local people do that because our local people know a lot of the people we're dealing with and sometimes are able to build a better rapport than someone who doesn't know them. So Makes a lot of sense to me. Tracy, I appreciate you so much for uh, talking with us this week, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds great. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. 
You have been listening to a WCMP production.